A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is an apostrophe podcast production. Here's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong. I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. If you are lucky, you live in the southwest of England, one of the country's nine official regions. It's where Stonehenge is located, and the place of origin for Devon cream teas, cheddar cheese, and Cornish pasties. The southwest is one of England's largest regions by size, at 23,000 kilometers, but it's one of the more sparsely populated areas of the country. Population, 5.6 million people. If you are particularly fortunate, you live in the county of Somerset with its rolling hills and Bristow Channel shorelines. Here is where you'll find the pretty and historic city of Bath, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Population 560,000. But you've really hit the jackpot if, in the county of Somerset, you are a resident of Froome, a town built on the eastern edge of Mendip Hills. Population, 28,000. The number of lonely, perhaps zero. I decided that I would look around and see if I could escape London, which is what I managed to do. And as I drove into Froome, I just said, this is the place I want to be. It has real character and amazing people and Lots of local people, as well as lots of people like me who've moved from elsewhere. So it's an amazing little town. It's a little market town. It is a town, but it behaves really more like a small village. 
It's got a very sort of old centre with sort of cobbled streets and a little leech running down the middle of one of the streets called Cheap Street and Catherine Hill. It's a cobbled street. It's got lots of little independent shops going up the street and cafes. And then there's kind of quite a modern precinct in the centre as well. What Frome might be best known for is a title that has been given to it unofficially. It is a town that cured loneliness. And it did so by doing something that isn't that difficult to do. By listening, by befriending, by getting everyone involved. The 28,000 residents of Froome who need health care go to the Froome Medical Practice, where they can book appointments to get treated for everything from asthma and allergies to procedures like a vasectomy. In medical practice, there is treatment, there is intervention, there is prevention, and there is management. For about a decade, I've been interested in what's called the public health approach to palliative care, and in particular in compassionate communities, because in essence, the things that are most meaningful to us in our lives are the people we know and love in the places we know and love. And and that chimed with the experience I had of treating people, you know, literally thousands of people who were dying. People said that the thing that they appreciated most was the people around them. That's Dr. Julian Abel. He spent his clinical life as a palliative care specialist with a specific focus on helping build compassionate communities. Dr. Abel's work paired up well with work that Dr. Helen Kingston at the Froome Medical Practice was starting to do. It wasn't about ending loneliness, but the beginning of a directed focus on giving patients the best treatment available. Dr. Kingston wanted a community where people are supportive, creative, active, and resourceful in response to their own needs and to integrate care and support for all. In The Guardian newspaper, Dr. Anne Robinson, a GP, wrote in a column in 2018 detailing that in her surgery that day, she had nothing to offer a significant portion of the people waiting to get medical attention. There were people in the waiting room with lifelong depression, low self-esteem, who have all become socially isolated. There was an elderly man and a young mother wanting to see a doctor. Both were feeling the effects of loneliness and the lack of social support. There was a man in his 60s who was recovering from a heart attack. He knew he had to stop smoking and overhaul his life, but he couldn't motivate himself to exercise and eat healthier. There was a young man with back pain for which no one could find specific origins and so no treatment could be found. And an elderly frail woman who was so afraid of falling that she had become a prisoner in her own home. And you can see that loneliness is part of the picture. And in a way, if you take a very broad view of what loneliness is, actually it becomes incredibly inclusive. If loneliness was a common theme in healthcare, then could it be possible to improve the health of individuals by addressing their individual isolation? That is, if a young man with back pain could do something to alleviate his distress, would that reduce the number of tests he was getting? 
and the scared senior who's so frightened about falling in her own home that she's afraid to leave the space she knows for the unknown. Could addressing her isolation be the right diagnosis for her? Fixing individual isolation, it was thought, might be the common link that tied all those people in the waiting room needing to see a doctor. Fixing loneliness could then be the common prescription and treatment. A universal cornerstone of healthcare policy is this. Reduce the number of patients who need to go to emergency admissions at the hospital. In healthcare, the cheapest and most efficient way of treating patients is primary care. Those are the nurse practitioners, the family doctors. When healthcare issues become more complicated, that takes it to the next level, secondary care. That's when specialists are called in. They provide more complex assessments. When you get into tertiary care, that's even more expensive for the healthcare system. Tertiary care is major surgeries, cancer care, psychiatric assessments, palliative care, like the kind Dr. Julian Abel specialized in. Curing loneliness is not the cure for medical needs. But don't discount the importance of connections with others, says Dr. Abel. Having a community around you is not a pill that can be prescribed, but it is a prescription for caring. And it may surprise you what social relationships can do. Amazingly, social relationships come out top more than anything else, more than giving out smoking, drinking, diet, exercise, and, you know, massively outweigh the impact of drug treatment of high blood pressure. Here are the numbers. Social isolation increases your risk of dementia by 50%. Poor social relationships increase your risk of heart disease and stroke by 30%. Loneliness is associated with higher rates of depression, anxiety, and suicide. This is incredible, this last statistic. Loneliness amongst heart failure patients was associated with a nearly four times increased risk of death. 68% increased risk of hospitalization and 57% risk of emergency department visits. At the Froome Medical Practice, the primary care facility for the town, Dr. Helen Kingston embraced a motto called the House of Care. It was personalized care planning, and it was part of pieces that started to come together a few years ago. A community development service was formed Health Connections Mendip. The target was identifying people at risk of unplanned admissions to the hospital. The way they targeted individuals was through social and proactive community developments. The aim was to listen and talk and help individuals before they needed to be rushed to the ER by having people in the community connect with them. As a GP, Dr. Kingston saw a gap There were many people who needed to access services being offered. And so she brought in Jenny Hartnell to start mapping out what was available. And with the help of others, Jenny started taking information that was scattered all over town, from posters on a supermarket wall, a flyer in the library, and postcards that were distributed in some places. 
And then they put all those offers and services to help into one place. The initial goal was not to cure loneliness, says Jenny, but to put resources in one place for everyone, from doctors to nurses, to community services, to agencies, to individuals who just wanted to help. It was the beginning of targeting individuals who were alone and isolated. The press have called it, the press of, say, a town that's ended loneliness. But actually, we would never say that. People in the town, I don't think, would ever say that about themselves. What it is, is it's a town with a great deal of social capital, lots of people with a kind of can-do, creative ideas. When Juliette de Castiglione looks out of her window of her home in Froome, this is what she knows is behind the windows of the other homes near her. The lady directly opposite has gone to visit her 96-year-old mother. Brenda is in her 70s and a retired librarian and author. She's lived here quite a long time. Next to her is a lady called Agnes, who's in her late 80s. And next to her is Mary and John. I can see all of their windows from mine. And um, Mary and John and Agnes have all lived in the road for 55 years. So they're now elderly, needing help and being looked after either by family or the local community. Or And we all pitch in and do whatever we can to help them. Juliet is the chair of Trustees for Active and In Touch Froome, just one of the dozens of organizations in the town that sends out volunteers to connect with as many people as they can who need to be connected. Juliet says it goes beyond volunteers checking in on people who are alone. Volunteers would take members out to a cafe for lunch, or for a cup of coffee, or even for a beer in the pub. They would go with them to the swimming pool, to the theater, to the cinema, and to the library. Small groups were centered around doing crafts together. Other groups will meet in a pub, and the owner provided space and free tea, coffee, and cake. During the pandemic, there were group meetings in parks to play music together. Those who couldn't leave their homes had ice cream delivered to them. It was based on making sure people were matched up with people who shared similar interests. That involved asking people, those alone and lonely, what it was they wanted to do, or to chat about with someone, and then finding the right person to call, to meet up, and to visit. A recent widower, it was learned, had been losing a lot of weight. He never learned to cook for himself. Another man in the community went over to give him cooking lessons. In Froome, another volunteer, Will Palmer, helps connect those alone and lonely by getting them digitally connected. It's all part of the Froome medical practice centered around connectors. There may be a need for heating devices for people who are cold, the warm home connectors. For those who have listening needs, there's the hearing connectors. Will Palmer's task, with the help of other volunteers, is to help those not connected and get them devices or Wi-Fi or phones. One resident who was unemployed was given a phone and was able to find work as a driver by having a way for people to reach him. 
another Froom man who was pre-diabetic and was advised to get out and exercise, was given a device to download the app Strava so he could get reminders to do physical activities. Will seeks out people in Froom who are over 18 and don't have internet at home, and or those over 70 with low or no income who have been socially isolated. He sets them up with donated devices and downloads apps for them and installs SIM cards. Some of the elderly residents struggle with dexterity and touchscreens or have trouble seeing the apps they need. Will Palmer makes that struggle for them manageable. It's, it's a wide range of different people and different walks of life that, that are using these. And, you know, some are, you know, are lonely, you know, living at home with, with no family and friends uh, or close by. So for them, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be a very, very important tool. Getting seniors connected through video apps enable them to reach people who they might have lost touch with. And it's not only the elderly who lose touch and have lost connections. Loneliness doesn't just come to you when you're, you're older. I mean, there are a younger group of people who, again, who are, are lonely now and can get in touch with people. Another example, a guy said he got in touch with an old army buddy of his after 30 or 40 years. Both of them have PTSD, and he said, I've not spoken to him for ages, now, uh, or years. He got in touch with him via Facebook on, on this device. Isolation happens for many reasons. Some can't afford a device. Some can't pay for data. Others are isolated because of estrangement. Having a device and having Wi-Fi won't stop families and friends from being estranged from each other. There are simple and complex reasons why brothers stop speaking to each other, or daughters don't call their dads, and best friends have rifts. In Froome, Will and other volunteers have given people the ability to find those lost connections again. Don't hang up. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The residents of Froome weren't always disconnected. Britain's Prime Minister, Margaret Thatcher, when she was in power, pushed the idea that community wasn't as important as the individual. This is what she said. They are casting their problems at society. And you know there's no such thing as society. There are individual men and women, and there are families. And no government can do anything except through people. And people must look after themselves first. It is our duty to look after ourselves and then also to look after our neighbors. When Peter McFadden arrived in Froome 35 years ago, Thatcher's insistence on what duty was had led to the loss of community. He was basically saying that, uh, you know, we need to be individuals uh, 20, 30 years ago. And, and so we've really suffered here, I think, by having the community sort of squashed in lots of ways. There were not many shops open because all the big factories had closed down. At one time, Froome had a thriving industry. But by the Thatcher era, everything had changed. Sometimes talk about it as a place to go for a fight on a Saturday night. But despite its closed shops, its run-down main streets and rough reputation, Peter McFadden saw something in Froome. He believed it would change. And like so many beginnings that happen in places like Froome and in other towns all around Britain, it was a conversation in a pub over a pint, as they say. That was the switch that suddenly turned on what had been off. We met in the pub, you know, initially, as many people did post or pre-COVID, you know, and to talk about the council and whether we could actually get things moving. I think we felt that if there was a council that said yes by instinct, not no, then it could really catalyze things and really change the game. The game that McFadden and his friends and neighbors talked about changing was recognizing that people and a town had the potential to change. One man in Froome wanted to close down the middle of the town and the roads to run a Sunday market. He asked council, and the answer was it would create too many problems. Health and safety issues, licensing complications, bureaucracy that couldn't be unraveled. It was not possible. McFadden and his friends and neighbors decided one way to change the game was to run for council themselves. These were volunteer positions. In 2011, McFadden ran for mayor and won. His mates ran for council and they formed a majority. And in Froome, a few years before they tackled loneliness, what happened with that election 10 years ago made national news. It was the first time a town council in Britain, made up of independents, won in local government. No party politics, no loyalty to institutions. Four years later, in 2015, the dismantling of the party system was complete. All 17 seats were taken by independents. In Froome, it was the end of party politics. 
No more liberal Democrats, no more conservatives. There was, for the first time, only independence for Froome, IFF, and they were definitive. IFF set about saying yes to everything that the old council said no to. The man who requested shutting down the road to have a Sunday market, he was told to ask again. Peter McFadden and the Council of Independence said yes. Generally, our reaction to everything was, let's see if we can make this happen. That market is now the largest market in southern England. So over 10,000 people come to Froome on the first Sunday of every month. Again, pre-corona they did, but that will start again. So that brings a huge amount of, of income and work and interest to the town every month. One of the first things the Independent Council did was increase the budget for volunteer organizations by tenfold. By putting so much effort into community organizations and into trying to build the, what I call the voluntary sector, you know, the charity world, the clubs, the the organizations, and, and keep them strong and vibrant. And then linking that through to the whole initiative, which you've heard of with the, um, the Mendip Health Connectors. That the Froome definitely has less uh, loneliness. People will know each other. They'll be more likely to know who their neighbors are. It began with an ethos 10 years ago in Froome. The independent councillors, all volunteering their time, had loyalty first and only to their community, and not to the individual, as Margaret Thatcher wanted, and not to political parties. We as a group of individuals, when we stood for the town council, what we said was that we would have this way of working, effectively an ethos that we would adhere to, which was really about how we would behave as individuals, which a lot of that's about listening. You're listening to each other and being prepared to change your mind. And it's about trusting each other. McFadden and Jenny Hartnell and volunteers like Will Palmer and Juliette de Castiglione says the trust is there among all the residents. If someone wanted to start a sports club to get people active, there's no second guessing if it will work. There is trust that the wisdom in the community, as many people called it, would make any venture or outreach viable. Here is what's happened in Froome. When they started monitoring what the impact was on Health Connections Mendip, the community development service that targeted people at risk for unplanned admission, the results were unmistakable. Emergency hospital visits went down by 14%. During that same time, throughout the rest of Somerset County, the number of emergency admissions went up by more than 28%. Jenny Hartnell says by using complex intervention in Froome, with the very simple purpose of connecting people to people, healthcare costs across the whole population of the town went down. I always use those words of sort of spark and neural pathways and sort of finding the people who are passionate and, and kind of growing and the ripple effects. The Froome model, as it's been called, is being tried in other places, other cities, other countries. The aim, take care of the lonely, the isolated, and the benefits that come out of that are huge for the whole community. Hospitalization rates go down. Healthcare costs are reduced. Peter McFadden is no longer the mayor. The idea behind what he dubbed flat-pack democracy, having independents run local governments with ties only 
to bettering their community is something he believes is worth spreading. He's now an undertaker in Froome. In life and in death, there's always a time to move on and move forward, he says. But also time to look out your window and know who your neighbor is. Dr. Julian Abel says compassion in communities enhance the lives of everyone, not just those who need help. If we're saying that good social relationships are more effective than pretty much any other intervention we have, including most medication, then there's a very direct implication of this. And the direct implication is that we should be using this in routine healthcare because it's more effective than anything else we have. And it's it's as true for people who are well as it is for people who are unwell. Creating a compassionate community in this town has become a fundamental part of its health care. Froome has been called the town that ended loneliness. But to many who live there, it's the place where everyone knows everyone. And someone is always there to do something for someone else. We may be alone, but we are alone together. Alone Together was directed by Callie O'Reilly. Theme music by Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. The engineer is Jeff Devine. Producers are Debbie O'Reilly and Guillermo Serrano. I'm Peg Fong, the writer and host. Connect with us. We're at Apostrophe Pod. This series is executive produced by Terry O'Reilly. And a big shout out from the Apostrophe family here to the Apostrophe in-laws who live near the town that found a cure for loneliness. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.